Today, our guest is Kelly Dawn. Kelly is the host of the Kelly Dawn Show. She is a certified Reiki master, an author, and a lifelong lover of all things spiritual, which I love. Uh, her writing has been featured in Mind Body Green, Life Hack, Young, Fabulous, and Self Employed, and many more. She is an intuitive coach and a biz witch for spiritual entrepreneurs, helping them attract their first paying clients, as well as creating an enchanted life and business they love. Wow, that is just sounds fabulous. I think we can end the interview right there. <laughs> Welcome, Kelly. So nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Oh, I, I'm, we're here at the Epic Vision Zone, and everything we do is to enlighten those who might be pivoting in their life, their career, their business, and for many entrepreneurs as well that uh, would love inspiration. So I just wanted to start with the first question, which is pretty broad. And what I'd like to do is know your path that led you to where you are today. If you could just tell us a little bit of where you come from and how you've gotten here. Sure thing. I'll give you kind of the condensed version. Right. So growing up, I was always a very spiritual child. I always felt really connected to nature and the universe, and I loved all things to do with spirituality. And then as I got older, I got in this mindset of, I have to go to college, get a degree, get a good job, you know, do the things that successful right. adults do. And I completely lost touch with anything spiritual at all. And I ended up working at the family business for about 16 years. And I think I was unhappy there for about 15 of them. Hmm. And I wanted to leave, but I felt so frustrated and so guilty because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And then I felt so tremendously guilty because I was given the opportunity to, to have a secure job and I didn't want it. And so every time I would want to leave, I would look at other jobs, other things that I could do with my life. And I might try them for a little bit, but I would always go back. And finally, it got to the point where I said, like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. This is a really good place. There's nothing wrong here, but I know this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. So I left that job to go work at a coffee shop and make minimum wage. My, my manager thought I was absolutely crazy. I get uh, it. I get it. You just <laughs> wanted to be where you didn't have to think or, or have the stress. That's exactly it. I wanted to be busy, but I didn't want my mind to be racing all the time with thoughts of like, I'm not happy here. What should I be doing? What else can I do? So I worked at a coffee shop for a little bit and then for about two years, I worked at a series of just different jobs just to get a feel for what I wanted to do with my life. And finally, I was at a position where I was managing a few different apartment buildings and it was in like the worst neighborhood of town. It was a really good learning experience. And one thing I loved about that job was cleaning. I had to clean the buildings and I loved it because it was like meditation for me. And then after well, being there- That's interesting. I, I yeah. never would have thought that, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I was the kid that would like clean up at parties and everything while the, the other kids are like enjoying themselves and playing. I got the oh. broom out and I'd be like cleaning. You could come to my <laughs> place any day. <laughs> I love it. So what I realized um, after about nine months at that job, it wasn't for me. It was just not, not a good fit. And uh, I went and applied at a cleaning company here in town. And my dad said, he's like, why don't you just start your own cleaning business? And I'm like, 
I never thought of that. And him being an entrepreneur, my mom's an entrepreneur also, like it's sort of like in my blood. So I started a cleaning business back in 2013. And that's when I really dove back into spirituality and personal development. And I would get like obsessed with things like the law of attraction and Tony Robbins and back into like the magical practice that I was into as a kid. So a lot to do with like nature, spirituality, and working with the universe to help you manifest what you want. I really dove into that once I started on to my entrepreneurship journey. And then from there, I realized, you know what, there's probably people out there who don't want to read all these books and watch all these documentaries, but they just want the tools that will help them create the life that they want. And that's what led me into coaching. And then from there, it started off as like manifestation and life coaching. And I also would teach magic and witchcraft going back to what I was really into as a kid. And what I noticed after doing that for a little while and doing intuitive readings is that I was attracting a lot of newer entrepreneurs who had these amazing gifts, but they were just having trouble sharing them with the world. And so they're really being held back by fear and confusion and overwhelm. So that's what I do now. I work primarily with newer spiritual entrepreneurs who just want to get their business off the ground and take it full time. Wow, that's fantastic. You know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of us have had a journey, you know, to get to where we are and the twists and turns that it takes in order to get where we are today sometimes those of us who who venture like the one of the hardest things to overcome is our fear or like you said which was interesting i hadn't heard it before the guilt uh which is something that you know uh did you just step into that i just wanted to unpack that a little bit uh because there will be people listening that that are on that edge and they're just not really uh sure how they can deal with it or if they should deal with it was there anything particular that you did or you just made the decision and you said, you know what, I have to do this. Some people are planners. How did you, how did you make that shift? Yeah, I had sort of planned leaving that job multiple times okay. and I left and I went to college, but I still worked there um, in the business when I wasn't in school. And I left, I think two other times to go and try different ventures. And I always came back because it felt safe and it felt secure. Right. And I remember having like, um, like a, a talk with my dad and both of us were bawling because he uh -huh. thought that I was leaving because I wasn't happy with him uh -huh. there. And it was just like, no, no, no. It's just, I'm just not happy here with the job. But I think sometimes like some people can do it in one jump and that works for them. And other times they need to put feelers out and maybe just do it at their own pace. I think everyone's different with how they, they go about that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But that, that's great insight. And, and I'm so glad that you were able to make that shift because here you are. And so I wanted to ask you, what is the process? This is very, very interesting to me. I've read on your website that you go through a process with your clients to help them attract their first paying clients. Tell us more about that. I'm sure all of us would love to learn. Yeah, absolutely. So my process is vision, strategy, mindset, and magic because I start with the vision because so many people that come to me, and I'm sure a lot of your people can relate to is they, they've been following the shoulds. Like they should be doing this with their life. They should be doing that with their job. And they really need to take some time to get clear on what they truly want. And so the question that I usually start off with is if money was no object, what would you love to spend your time doing? Right. And after a while, people are going to move through the things like go on a shopping spree, do some traveling, <laughs> do this, do that. And then we get right down That's into funny. like the, the root of like what their purpose is. And so with Not that right. vision, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for and, some people, it might be. <laughs> Let's hope not. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. 
Um, and so with that vision, I help them gain clarity in all different areas because it's not just the business that they want to create. It's really important to also look at the other aspects of their life. And I feel that's so important to start there because then as you're going about taking action in your business, in your daily life, you know what you're aligning to. And as human beings, I feel like we always are on this path of growth and expansion and it's perfectly natural to desire more. And so maybe there's like a different style of house that you want to live in or a different city you want to move to or different people that you want to work with. When you have clarity around what those things are, it's going to be so much easier for you to bring it into your reality because you know what you're, what you're moving towards. And so that's the vision piece. And then with the strategy, that's kind of the, um, some of my clients call it like the mundane work, sort of like the posting in Facebook groups and posting on social media and sending the emails and doing the things that we have to do as business owners. But when it comes to strategy, I like to keep things super simple because I think no matter what strategy is out there, as long as you're working it consistently, it's going to work for you. And it's also really important to find something that feels good for you. Right. Because so the last I, just, I just, I just wanted to ask you a quick question there. So because there are so many outlets today for advertising, marketing businesses, when you start with a client, because we can very easily get into overwhelm in the strategy. So I, I like that you said that you, you start with something that they're comfortable with. So do you feel that it's okay if you just start with one platform and you don't do the whole thing all at once? Because a lot of us get confused with, okay, we have to be doing all of this at once, otherwise we're not gonna be successful. So what, what, do, you, what do you say to someone who asks that question? Yeah, I would definitely recommend starting with one platform and maybe two at the most when you're first beginning and going really deep with your audience there. Because when you're trying to be everywhere all over the place, like you said, you're just going to get overwhelmed. It's going to drive you crazy trying to be like all over the interwebs <laughs> sharing stuff. Yeah. And then once you get really solid on one or two platforms, then you can grow from there without any pressure, right? So you're going to be attracting your ideal clients the entire time. And the more time you spend on that one platform, the more you're going to be able to know your people what they really need and also you're going to feel more comfortable showing up when you you nail like one platform like say if you okay. love Instagram and you start doing Instagram stories and you feel super comfortable and confident doing that moving into doing something like Facebook lives is going to feel a lot easier than if you're trying to start everything all at once from scratch okay that's great advice all right let's move on to the next the next quarter or the next platform that you have yeah. So the next, um, the next piece would be mindset. And I'm a huge lover of mindset because as a kid, I really struggled with depression. Even into my twenties, I really struggled with depression. I had a couple of suicide attempts and I remember, um, hearing from Tony Robbins, this whole, like we create the reality that we want to experience, but we create it within. And I remember that just, that just blew my mind. And so I really got deep into mindset work to do my own healing work. And it's so true. Like what we're, we're thinking about, what we're believing to be true, all of that is just being reflected in our external reality. And so with my clients specifically, a lot of it has to do with feeling worthy, with trusting yourself, um, building self-confidence and shaping those beliefs that are really going to support the vision that we created back in step one. And so if you have a business and you have a belief that it's really hard to make money or it's really, it's going to be a really hard struggle to attract paying clients, we look at those beliefs and then we shift them to something more supportive. Right. Because if you believe that, then that's what you're going to attract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very powerful. And now the, the fourth piece, which I find is fascinating. I do want to tell our, our audience that you don't spell this the, the way that we're saying it. So just explain that so that they know what it looks like and then tell us all about it. 
Yeah, cool. So the fourth piece is magic and I spell it with a K at the end. And the reason I do that is because um, I'm a practitioner of magic and witchcraft and with magic with just the C, that's sort of like the stage magician. So the David Copperfields that are doing the really cool stage shows, but then magic with a K is the internal work that you do as a practitioner, as someone who's like a, a sorcerer or a witch or a whatever kind of word that you want to use that fits for you. Um, when we're bending and shaping our reality intentionally, that's where the, the magic with the K comes in. Wow, that's fascinating. Because when you start throwing out those words, witch and that kind of thing, people get a whole nother vision um, because of obviously what's been commercialized. But um, maybe give us a little insight into that because I find this part what makes you so unique and I find it very fascinating. So I find the word witch really empowering because it was such a derogatory term for so long. And my podcast used to be called Awaken Your Inner Witch before I switched it. So everything, the earlier episodes all have to do with like the witchcraft and magic. And I find it just to be such a powerful archetype for people to connect with. And I feel like even if someone's not into sitting down and doing like a candle spell or they might not really feel particularly witchy, there's so many people out there who are natural healers. Like they're natural herbalists or natural energy healers and these things just come to them and they might have picked it up from a past life but they they're just born with these inherent gifts and some people can connect with spirits really easily and so I tended to um, to sort of focus in on that because a lot of those people they had these gifts but they were unheard like they they were afraid to talk to people about it because the people in their their social circle or their family might think they're weird, right? And they suddenly, they're sort of like hiding all these amazing things that they're able to do. And I believe it's our, our natural birthright to create magic. I think we all have this ability within us to, to shift and bend and shape our reality into something that we want. And so using a word like which I find is just, it's like a fun, powerful word that just suits that really well. I, I love that analogy. And I love that you said it's an archetype because archetypes are, are very powerful, you know, and, and especially for women, I find. So you're right, using that as an archetype puts a whole different bend to the whole concept of the witch. So that, that was beautiful. I love that. Thank you. So I just wanted to move on here. And it, what would you say is the biggest reason that women aren't attracting the clients that they should be? Is it a lack of knowledge, motivation? I know that you blogged about, or, or you did a blog about this, and, and I really, really enjoyed reading it and listening to it. So maybe you could let us know what is the thing that, that women do particularly that, that stops us from attracting the clients that we're supposed to be connecting with? It really comes down to a lack of trust in yourself. Because this is something I see all the time is women think that they need to take another course, they need another certification, they need to learn to more things. Sounds familiar. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's so common. Yeah. And really, like if you just go within and you just like get to that point where you're like, I'm okay, I'm good enough just as I am. I know there are people out there who I can serve exactly where I am right now. And just trust that everything within you is perfect for your people that you're meant to call in right now. And of course, there's always room for growth. There's always room for learning new things. And that's part of the fun. But along the way, there's always going to be clients that are going to be attracted to you and who need you exactly as you are. Right. I, I remember you saying that if you don't trust yourself, then how do you expect your clients to trust you? Because you, I, I'm 
I'm feeling that you would give off that type of vibration or that type of energy. And of course, then you're hesitant. And if you're hesitant, then your client would be hesitant. And therein lies the circle, you know, of, of not attracting what you should be attracting. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you. So tell us, Kelly, about setting our, resetting our magic meter and what that means. Cool. So with that, I think so much of it has to do with forgetting that we need to learn new things and coming back to the truth that we just have to remember who we are. So we are magical creatures. Like we are the universe walking around in human form. So resetting that meter has a lot to do with spending time in meditation and unplugging and getting off social media and maybe just going out and going for a walk in nature or something. And just looking around you, looking around at like the trees and the, the world around you and remembering that you are part of everything, that you're connected to absolutely everything else that's in this universe. So when you do want to create a change, all you have to do is set that intention and the entire world responds to it. So it's, it's sort of getting grounded and almost a meditation. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of it is just remembering rather than trying to do things. It's just coming back to this truth of who we are naturally. Like we, we naturally breathe air. We naturally, you know, walk around and interact with other humans. It's just what we do, but we take all these things like for granted. And the magic piece is the same thing. Like we're naturally able to create these changes that we want, but we, we tend to overthink it and overanalyze things and end up, you know, taking ourselves in the other direction. As an intuitive coach, what is firing you up about women in business today? Women with money and women doing what they want really fires me up because we live in a universe where money is just one of those things that allows us to have the life that we want. And in a perfect world, we might not need to be exchanging money for services. We'd just be able to go out and have whatever we want and experience whatever we want. But right now it's money that allows us to do that. And money is a thing that allows us to create a lot of really powerful change in the world. And so I feel as women, we, it's our responsibility to create wealth for ourselves, and also to live our life with intention and to live the life that we want. Because I know for a fact, when I wasn't living, living the life that I wanted, when I was in that nine to five job and when I was working as a superintendent scrubbing toilets, I wasn't in my power. I wasn't really truly happy, right? And now I get to do work that's really fulfilling. And I feel the more women that are able to do that, that's raising the vibration of the entire planet. Like that's massive when women are able to do work they love all day, spend as much time with their family as they want to, have the experiences that they want to, that just creates a ripple effect. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, and then that, that's the power that we all connect and collaborate and then it just grows exponentially. So yeah, I can feel that. I mean, I feel it from you. I, I love your energy. It's just so um, contagious. Oh, thank very, you. Very contagious, yeah. <laughs> So the next question I had was, your course is titled Write Your Reality, which I love. As a writer, I, I, I'm all about creation and imagination. And I, I wanted to ask you, I'm sure many women would love to know how that works, especially if they're looking to start a business and change their career or shift in their life. So what is it really that title that, uh, write your reality is all about. So I am a huge lover of journaling. It's been such a powerful tool. And so the whole writing your reality thing has been my experience. 
And I remember back when I had my cleaning business, I would, I started doing this. I really got into journaling and I started writing out my ideal day. And I feel like that is a really important place for people to start because it'll help them give or help them get the clarity rather on what they want to experience. And so allowing yourself some time and space just to dream big and write out like, what would your perfect day look like? If you had the perfect job that you wanted, you were spending your time doing what you wanted from the time you woke up in the morning to the time you went to bed, what would that look like? And the more you write things like that out and the more like you can even write out things like, you know, five years from now, what would I like? Or three months, what would I like? And getting those things on paper, that's the first step to making them real. Because we can have these ideas, we can have these dreams and these visions, and it can feel really good to think about that, oh, someday I'm going to do this, and someday I might have that kind of lifestyle. But once you see it on paper, you're like, it's real, it's right there. And then from that place, we can really ask ourselves like, okay, so what would it look like to call that into my reality? And who would I need to be in order for that to manifest? And from there, you can really dig in and do some writing around like, what type of person would I be? Like, would I be happy? Would I be kind? Would I be, um, I don't know, how would I be spending my time? Where would I be eating my lunch? What would I be eating for lunch? And all of these little details really help you gain that clarity that you need. So when it comes to taking action, it's not like your vision is some far off thing in the distant, like in the distance, it's something that you can take steps towards and it makes it just so much more attainable. I love that concept. So basically stepping into your story, stepping into your reality, do you teach that as a separate course or is that part of the whole? Um, that's pretty much like woven into everything I do. Like okay. I feel like we're constantly creating our, our reality and revamping the one that we have. And we can be so grateful for the present moment and we can be so grateful for everything around us, but it's also so natural to want to expand into something even bigger and better. And so that constant evolution of the reality that we're experiencing is just something that we get to do. So Kelly, I, I heard another one of your blogs and you said that there is everyday magic. And one of the instances you shared was charging our water. What is that and why is that beneficial? I love charging water because it's something anyone can do any time of day. It's so easy. It requires nothing other than literally a glass and water and that's it. And since we're basically made up of water ourselves, I'm not sure what the exact percentage is, but I think it's like 80% or something water, we are able to program that water with our intentions. And I first learned about this from Dr. Emoto. He did a series of water experiments. And what he would do is um, he would charge water with specific intentions. And so some samples of water he charged with things like, I love you, you're beautiful, you're amazing. And he spoke these really positive words and intentions into them. And then other um, jars of water, tubes of water, he would speak things like, you're ugly, I hate you, you're horrible, and these really nasty things. And what he noticed is that the actual molecular structure of the water, when he looked at it under the microscope changed. And the water that had these beautiful intentions spoken into them, they looked like these gorgeous like snowflakes. And the ones that were um, hated on, they looked like these deformed, misshapen, sad little molecules. And that was so eye-opening because how often do we tell ourselves not so positive stories, right? We, we're, we're so hard on ourselves, I find, especially as women, we're our own worst critics. And when we are telling ourselves what we want to be true, we're really programming what's in our system and we're allowing our our own body, our energetic body, our physical body to recalibrate to what it is that we want to call in more of. So more love, more happiness, things like that. 
And when it comes to charging the water, that can be simple as writing on a piece of paper, something like I love you or abundance or beauty and putting that piece of paper underneath the glass of water that you're drinking from, or even taking it to a pitcher of water and just maybe even putting your hands on that glass of water and allowing your energy to feel like love or abundance or things like that. And then channel all that energy into the water you're drinking. And then every single time you take a sip, you are literally ingesting the energy of love or the energy of abundance or peace or something really beautiful that's going to be moving through your entire system. Wow. That is really powerful and very simple for everyone to do every day. Uh, you did mention that there was something about cleaning the hands after every client or after every conversation that you had. And I found that was very interesting. Maybe explain a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So I, I tend to be fairly energetically sensitive. And even when I have an amazing conversation with someone, I feel like I sometimes pick up extra energies. And so what I like to do between clients is I'll go to the washroom and just run my hands under cool water. And I find that just lets me reset myself energetically and prepare sort of like a, like a clean slate before the next person that I hop on the phone with. And also I've really struggled with anxiety over the years and anger issues over the years when I was younger. And something I found is that running my hands under cool water, if I, if I set the intention that I'm going to release the anxiety or release the anger or anything that doesn't feel good in my system, I allow the water to, to basically wash that out of my system. And I find setting the intention and combining that with the water that's really cleansing can help me feel better in a matter of seconds. So that's two simple, wonderful things that we could do every day to support ourselves. So charging our water, which I think is, is just a, a fabulous idea because that is proven scientifically as well. If, if anyone is interested to look up Dr. Emoto, it is fascinating, the molecules in the water, how they change with our energy vibration. And then the cleansing of the hands, which really, how it's, it's, it's a ritual but it also, I think, calms us. And like you said, brings us back to center. So there are two wonderful takeaways, everybody. And, and I hope that you can use them to your benefit. Um, and the summit here is really passion to profits and how we can live a life doing what we love. And Kelly, I think that you are definitely living the life you love. I can feel it. I can hear it. Um, was there any last little tidbits that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, for sure. I would love to offer everyone who's listening a free 20 minute call. So if you're in a place right now where maybe you're thinking about leaving your nine to five, or maybe you've started on a business that's really geared around your passion and purpose, but you're just feeling a little bit stuck. Um, I would love to offer these free calls. There's no obligation whatsoever. And we can just have a chat around what's going on. And um, I'll help you just with those next steps that will help you move forward. So all of the information for Kelly, and she's also offered a free meditation, which will be available on the site. Thank you so much. Uh, all of her links and her information will be available on her bio. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always get in touch with us. But uh, I did have a couple of last questions for you, Kelly, that I thought would be interesting, seeing as we are here in the Epic Vision Zone. So my first question to you is, if your life were an epic story, what would the title be? Oh, <laughs> the long bumpy road. <laughs> really? Okay, that's a good one. That's a long bumpy road. I love it. And what name would you give your character in your epic story? Oh, I would call her Morgan. 
Oh, that's interesting. I and feel like that's just my, like a powerful name. <laughs> okay, I love it. And how would your, your, you characterize your epic life? Mm. One filled with so much passion and so much love that no matter what comes along that feels like a challenge or those bumps in the road, they just propel me even further and make me go even harder towards what I want. Wonderful. That sounds like Kelly. <laughs> and then the last question is, if you had one epic superpower, what would it be and why? Oh gosh, I would want to fly because I, <laughs> I don't love traveling, but I want to see the world. So there's kind of an issue there. But if I could fly and I could bypass lines at the airport and things like that, I think that'd just be fantastic. <laughs> well, that sounds like a great superpower. So there is writing your reality. We've just touched on a few little things. This is why I like to play with, with writing a reality and a story, but I do appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy and I appreciate you. And thank you again for so much for coming on the Epic Vision Zone. And uh, like I said, everybody go to the pages, check out the, the, all the information for Kelly and we will see you next time on the Epic Vision Zone. Thank you. Thank you.